2: Welcome one and all to the back of the nest preview podcast after a week's hiatus, Albert and Sam are back with me and this time we're building you up to Everton's trip to Sellers Park at 4.30 on Sunday, sort of pretty much the worst kickoff that exists in the Premier League weekend. Um, Albert, it was all your fault we missed last week. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it actually wasn't Albert's fault. Um Albert was solid, available two nights running, and everyone else Thank fell you. away from the wayside. So we'll let him off. Um, I feel
3: I feel like a fraud now. I've done it. I did an Albert. I wasn't, I wasn't on holiday, but I was missing.
2: Ms. MIA. Uh, yeah, apologies for last week. We tried to make it happen, but it seemed like the universe was conspiring against us. Um, trying to get it done was like Palace trying to win without James McArthur in midfield. But. Um, <laughs> We'll get more into that in a bit before we, let's do this.
1: I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer?
2: Um, Albert's got a beer. <laughs> He's having a lovely big old sup there on a big can of Heineken.
4: Yeah, was it the last pod we did where um, we got accused of sounding like a load of women at a bar? Mate, I'm guessing because uh, yeah. we were
2: talking about drinking wine. Yeah, the you know, B, the is, B, the BBS referred to us as sounding like a bunch of screaming women at a wine bar. Yeah, I
4: mean...
2: Is, that, know, an ins- is that an insult? I mean, I took it as a compliment. I, mean, yeah, I, yeah.
3: mean,
2: I don't know why, why that's a social... derogative... Go on.
3: I was going to say, it makes my social life sound a lot better than it actually is. <laughs> I'm at home in a room staring at you two on video.
2: Hey, there's worse things to be looking at. We haven't got I've, faces. I've no st- face of radio here, we could be literally primetime ITV. <laughs> I'm trying to think what is primetime ITV these days? Um, it's just Ant and Deck in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect to you, boys. You are not Ant and Deck. Oh, no. Ant and Deck did have a pop at Boris Johnson today, though. So fair play to well, Ant and Deck.
4: Fair play to Ant and Deck. Mm. You're too hairy to be Ant and Deck, you two. You're, <laughs> you're more like it, the man. hairy hairy
2: bikers <laughs> um uh Hesk, if you're drinking water there i see
3: i am i did finish a red stripe pre-record the empty bottle of which
4: you've I- had that empty bottle for fucking months you hold it up <laughs> and you say i had one before Just you out. yeah yeah
2: yeah peer pressuring people into drinking Excellent, excellent excellent behavior in 2021 um just get some cheese with it yeah and you don't tell anyone I don't tell anyone yeah and um, whatever you do don't don't share that 50 pound note with um your fellow mps um <laughs> i'm unfortunately on hot toddies this week i am um, feeling a bit rough lads don't know what's happened uh, isn't a hot toddy alcoholic it is yeah i've well, oh, mine, fine. M- mine is very boozy yeah <laughs> i put a lot a lot of brandy goes into the making of my hot toddies i love
4: it uh, like you're I'm, I'm ill i'm ill i'm sorry so i'm just drinking a lot of brandy like
2: <laughs> yeah Then, like when i was a kid that's what would happen if you were sick you just get a little dip of brandy on your dummy you don't get that as a kid Ah, uh, that explains so much <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mummy, is this craft brandy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Terence, it's rusk infused aftermills. <laughs> A- uh. <laughs> oh, thanks.
2: Yeah, with with, with notes of um, frutella. I don't, I don't, what are those yogurts called? The little yogurts that babies have. Um, Petit, for Petit Petit four. Hey, they're not just for babies. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> um i'll tell you what i was having some beer last night i was um with friend of the pod nick um and he's sk- get we've we just he's going through a tiny rebel former friends of the pod um <laughs> advent calendar which has like got beers on it each day and all of a sudden he just sneaks in this one i take one like big swig of it and i'm just like what the fuck is that and he just starts laughing at me and it was um an 18 percent marshmallow something or the other nice. fuck it out 18? 18.
4: Is it the, it's a shame it's not the percentage of the day of the week. So, you know, 1st December is a very weak 1%, and then come Christmas Eve, you're just off your nut. <laughs> Lying on the floor. 24% proof
2: passion fruit bongo juice or something. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, so, how are we doing on beer blurbs? Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> he even
3: got he even got a message beforehand to remind.
4: It's just him. A, it's just a use of the royal we. I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if it you know someone else had done one this week. How are we doing? Yeah, I might have done one.
2: Sweet. I mean, I, I I played around with the idea of doing one for Bobby Mims and um, calling it a hot Bobby in ode of my hot toddy tonight. But um, I'd
4: have gone, I'd have gone with Mims o'clock. Yeah, it's
2: good. Yeah, yeah. but he only played. He only played one game for Palace. Shout out if you remember that back in nineteen ninety six. Um, I think it was one of those. Emer- was it one of those emergency loans? That kind of shit happened back then, didn't it? I Can't remember. Yeah, I, I was racking my brains. I remember him being at the club. I just don't remember him playing. But it was you sent.
4: The- you sent a name, uh, Thomas Meyer, which was a name that I mm. hadn't recorded for a while.
2: Yeah, I mean it was goal. It's goalkeeper centric. They um, played for both clubs um, on that list. You had Carlo Nash, Ian Turner, um, George Wood, uh, Bobby Mims as a goalkeeper as well. Um, Nigel Martin, all of them. The yeah. lot. Yeah. So who are you going for?
4: Well, my beer blurb this week is called
2: Magic Hat. <laughs>
0: Hang
2: on. So. Uh, you said in the past, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do a Friedman one because you're not going after Friedman because you respect him too much. So, what are you saying about AJ?
4: No, you've, you've, you've made an assumption that I've gone in. You don't have to go in on him. You don't have to. It just turns out that that tends to be what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll get hoodwinked into drinking this little pale stubby after someone's nabbed one of your all time favourite drinks and you're left with no other option. But underestimate it at your peril. It hits the spot every time. Apart from that spell when he was rubbish or when he got played on the left by Sven, Jürgen Eriksson. <laughs> <laughs> Goes down easily. Some say a little too easily, but it's a good accompanying for a massive burger. Not available in Brighton. Fuck Brighton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Excellent. Excellent. work. Good. Enjoyed that. Um, good. And looking forward to... Um, In a few weeks, being able to share these quips in real life as we have collectively got tickets together for um, Albert's beloved Golden Boys. Yeah, he's
3: having to to sit in the way in, though. So I don't know how you're going to sit in your hands or.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sit on your
2: hands. I mean, don't don't, don't worry about it. You won't get beat up by the Palace fans. They're too busy beating each other up.
3: <laughs> um. I don't know. Where, I, don't, I don't know where
4: to throw a punch. Um, I told you to, just going back to age, I'll tell you, I saw him at Centre Parks. When? Mm, when did I? June, I think it was. I was in uh, Centre Parks. He cycled past me, and I was like, "That's Andy Johnson." And I thought, mm, "No, I'll leave, I'll leave it." And then I thought, "No, I'm not going to leave it." And he was about <laughs> I'm going to stalk him like I did Neil Shifley no no no, no. no. were
3: you on a bike and you chased
4: no him? he was on a bike I was I was walking I was walking to the uh, crazy golf and <laughs> he cycled past me the other way and I was like "I oh, yeah like I say I was like yeah I'll leave it no I won't And I, he, he must have been a good 20 metres away and I just went he goes and, and he stopped almost emergency stop on the bike and he looked round little thumbs up carried on never saw him again (laughs) boy
2: did you like the plague
4: yeah i didn't tell him that i'd also walk behind him on the marathon march for about two hours five
2: years ago (laughs) whatever that was so in terms of lifetime achievements does that rank higher or lower than shouting robot wars (laughs) at jonathan pierce Oh, nothing.
4: Nothing will beat shouting
2: robot wars at Jonathan Pierce. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> but talking about Watford tickets, I saw the club tweet yesterday that Watford away is now sold out, and it had completely left my brain. Hesk that you'd got me a ticket, yeah. and I was
3: like, fuck. <laughs> It, it, it also had left my brain that I'd done it because I had the exact same thing. And I was like, wait, I bought them. Why am I worried? <laughs> um, just I, to we, check.
4: You did buy them, didn't you? You yeah, did buy them. I also Good.
3: went to check my receipt email just to make sure. And yes, we were all going.
2: I got a bit of a dressing down from the old man for being like, you know, I always called Watford. Why didn't you get me in on that action? And then it turned out he was—he he literally messaged just after we were messaging each other, and you booked him, so he's got the seat right next to us. So, oh, perfect. Unfortunately, I couldn't shake him <laughs> for, the, for that fixture. Um, I'll sit next
4: to him. Don't worry. <laughs>
2: uh, right. So we missed. Well, we missed the man u preview, didn't we? Is what we didn't get to. Um, so that means Beautiful. we missed. Yeah, well, my fault, Heskiew's fault, Hambo's fault, my baby's fault for screaming the house down, all sorts of problems. But (laughs) uh, Leeds away, I obviously had the double booking dilemma of realizing after I'd already booked train tickets to Leeds just before tickets came out, I'd actually double booked that evening months and months before for my missus' birthday present and went to see Shag, Ma- Shag Married Annoyed podcast being recorded at the O2, uh, which was all right, but it was a military operation to try and avoid the score from the Leeds game. And I told everyone, don't tell me the score. I'm going to watch it as live when I get home. So WhatsApp got muted everywhere, turned off notifications from Twitter. That it, My phone was on airplane mode. It was only in my pocket so I could use my COVID pass to get into the O2. Had a slight scare inside in, in, in the interval. Um, Frickin' the dickhead sitting in front of us pulls up the Palace app on his phone like during the interval. I'm like, out of all the fucking places you could have sat with your Palace app, you dickhead. Look um, like, it
4: how he's the dickhead. Like, <laughs> he's, done. he's just done something quite normal. He just wants to know what the score is last time. <laughs>
2: um but yeah I, I managed so i managed to avoid it um get home you can't watch it on amazon as live straight away because it takes a while to um actually be uploaded so wake up at five o'clock in the morning and watch it as live from five o'clock in the morning <laughs> and just okay. before I, so just before i start work they fucking get the, the penalty. <laughs>
3: Uh, ironically, that's around the time that I got home from Leeds. So.
2: <laughs> but the um, again, Nick, as who I mentioned earlier, messaged the missus and said, just, he's not going to watch it. Just tell him what the score was and what happened and he won't want to watch it. But she was, no, I'm not going to tell him. But he, he said, don't tell me. Whatever it is, don't tell me. With hindsight, I wish I'd said, if we lose to nil, just let me know. Because <laughs> I, won't, I won't watch it if we lose to nil. And um yeah. Not great. any anyone want to touch on Ben Teke's miss?
3: Um well, having been there and sort of almost level with the goal line, from the angle we were at, it, it,
2: it just you no must point. have just assumed it was in. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't miss.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh and it wasn't. And the fans near <laughs> the Leeds fans near us made it very clear to us how silly we were thinking that it was in. Yeah. Um mm. but as as I mean the highlight of this is how bad it was. The highlight of the day was um getting a lift off DR who, who kindly drove us there and back. Some of the questions that man asks are absolutely insane.
2: Um, right okay okay. I uh, BDR and ask Albert the questions.
3: Oh god. <laughs> I just about to do it as well. I can't. I can't. Me and Deal are mates now.
2: I uh, just ask. You can ask him in your own voice.
3: Right. I'll ask. I'll ask. Okay, uh, Albert. How many tigers live free in Texas?
2: Uh,
3: sorry, Deal. Yeah, he, 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 he dropped that bomb, and then he was like, "Vanessa, Vanessa, there's loads in it. You live in Texas, so my wife <laughs> from Texas." And she was like, "No, there, there are not loads of tigers roaming around." He was like, "There are. Google it. Google it." 3,900, so it turns out there are loads of tigers roaming around.
4: Oh, I was going to say 3,901.
3: You're doing close. Um, Tiger King got one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then it was quiet for a little while. We were sort of just listening to music or whatever, and out of nowhere, he goes, so, and I'll do it to you, Albert, what do you think actually happens in Area 51? (laughs) No content.
4: Sorry, Sorry, what's that there?
3: Yeah, Area 51.
2: Was that, then, was, that, was that like the block you were in at Leeds or something?
3: <laughs> and then it turned into, is us, like, he was asking us, like, what conspiracy theories do we believe? <laughs> what, what conspiracy theories do we think are actually true? Which morphed into, is Australia actually real? <laughs> so this is where we're at. Um, that, so that, that combined with Nick Gillard's dad jokes every sort of half an hour. So hang uh,
4: on, so it was so. you, Vanessa, Nick, and DR in the car.
3: And uh, yeah, Nick's son Will, who just basically told Nick to shut up every time Nick told a joke, which was quite funny. Was
4: this um, is this three three in the back, two in the front?
3: Uh, yeah. Where was got, where was who, the podcast wait, wait, for this? Wait,
2: wait. Where was the podcast for this? Yeah, podcast as we used to do yeah. back in the day.
3: It was yeah, a mistake was made by not recording. It was very, it was a very fun drive up. Uh,
2: wait, 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 Albert, who do you think got shotgun? uh nick i mean i really hope it was vanessa
3: no it was me of course what you <laughs> you, you, That's
2: outrageous. The, you your wife in the back with nick and his son hey, hey. <laughs> can i just you know, can, can know, i just explain
4: know. can i just explain my answer <laughs> I, I can i just explain my answer i went well it's not heskiff because he'd have sat in the back with vanessa <laughs> therefore it can't be vanessa because Hesketh would have sat in the back with Vanessa, Nick would have pulled Ranko. No, what? get in the back. Get in the back. Get,
2: get, hadn't Vanessa landed from Texas, no sleep, straight into the car to go to Leeds away, and you plonked her in the back. What was she? Was she sleeping on Nick's shoulder?
3: Well, Dr picked us up first, and I was like, "Do you want me to sit in the back?" Well, actually, what I said was, "If we both sit in the back now, Dr will look like an Uber driver." <laughs> So I got in the front and then Nick and Will got in, neither of whom are short. Bearing in mind, I am short. I'm like five foot nine. Uh, and so they squished in the back. I was, I felt fine, to be honest. My legroom was ample. Uh, Vanessa went to sleep in the corner Fuck. until she was woken up with chat about how many tigers live in Texas.
4: Uh, Just to, Well, she needed to verify it, didn't she? Obviously. She did.
3: She did. She woke up thinking it was a fever dream. She was in the car being asked about tigers, but it was real.
2: Uh, um, I'd like to take this moment just say shout out to anyone from the BBS listening, waiting for the Palace chat. If you fast forward about another 30 minutes, I think... Yeah. Um,
4: you sound like a bunch of pissed women at a bar banging <laughs> on about fucking tigers.
3: Banging on about Area 51 again. <laughs> um so that was a that was a plus. And then the, the, the drive home, we got home at four AM, which was shit. Did did that include a stop anywhere? Nick's house. Oh wow. So straight through. Uh we tried to well, we tried to stop at the services, but everything was closed. So we wow. just went through.
2: It's pretty cool, isn't it? To make London a London team play away in Yorkshire at eight fifteen on a on a yeah, Tuesday night. Great.
3: Great. A couple of people behind me left, had to leave a little bit early to get their train. Mm. Obviously, they left at nil-nil, so hopefully if they're listening, it was nil-nil, I think guys.
2: We, yeah, we should um, put in an appeal to the Premier League to actually get a point. <laughs> when we left, it was nil-nil, that counts. Exactly, yeah. But you're not finished with DR stories there, are you? Because then, then DR at Old Trafford happened.
3: Yeah, so um, I, me and another group of friends went up to Man to Manu on Sunday, and when we sort of filed, well, we were having a drink beforehand, and Dio walked past us, and we asked him, you know, you did
4: Vanessa get you a drink, drink man, or man? did you just get one for yourself?
3: Uh, <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa stayed in London. Actually, she had enough. Uh, we don't, mm. you know, she'd been she'd been away from me for two weeks, and then within two days, she was. So like, I'm not coming. Not, I'm not coming to Manchester, mate. Uh, <laughs> But DR walked past us and we were like, how's your weekend been? He said, oh, I've just come from A&E because we were all ice skating and we think my friend's broken his ankle. And I was like, and where's your friend? Oh, he's still in hospital. We'll go back there after. So then we walked up and the entire row in front of us was DR and the rest of his mates. There was like eight (laughs) of them. So I guess the ninth was just
2: laid up in a hospital. So they went up ice
3: skating in Manchester? Yeah.
2: And And then...
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sort of rolled his ankle or whatever and had to go to hospital. And I think they would just bend him off and went to football.
2: Well, I, think um, that's, I think that's fair. It's probably what he would have wanted.
3: I'm sure it is. I mean... He's not allowed
4: eight done. visitors at hospitals these days anyway. We
3: well, also would have been spared questions about God knows what. Is the Queen a lizard? <laughs> and he's captive there, is he? If he's broken his ankle and he's lying in a hospital bed, he ain't going anywhere. Um, but at the end of the game... I mean, I mean
2: you know, if you was if you was a lizard, you probably wouldn't break your ankles. To be fair, so
3: that's true. Mm. Um, but at the end of the game, I sort of we, we were right by the the Man United fans, uh, and I sort of turned to chat to my mates. so I had my back to him. and when I turned back round, DR was leaning over the sort of balcony bit, absolutely going mad at all of them, giving them loads of shit, which was great to see for a good like a solid minute. Like I could only see obviously the back of his head, but he was shaking. He was he was <laughs> enraged, and then he just turned around and was like, "All right, let's uh, see you at Evan, and just walked off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go. We've go. got a go kart in slot after the
2: match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we've got we've got an escape room to get to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, laser tag, laser tag,
4: laser tag. Anyone? Laser tag.
2: <laughs> Jesus, could you imagine being in a an escape room? With um with Dr, one of the clues just sends him off on some conspiracy theory rant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so we've got so far to point two of my like fifteen point agenda for tonight. So good work, lads. We're only twenty minutes in.
4: <laughs> 4 past Ten, fuck's sake. <laughs> uh,
2: Palace played in the FA Youth Cup tonight, third round away at Barnsley. True, true. Next point, go. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sum it, sum it up in 30 seconds, Heskiff.
3: Um First half was quite boring. Second half, we messed up and Barnsley scored. And then we came back to win.
2: Good. Um, Albert, Bruce Dyer's son came off the bench for Barnsley in this game. Josiah. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Dyer's son. Hootsman, hoots, there's a Bruce loose about this hoots. That was his train song. Now How old is Bruce Dyer's son? Sixteen, seventeen. Uh, I'd expect Bruce Dyer's
4: son to be older than that, but no, fair enough.
3: Bruce Dyer is only forty-six.
4: Yes. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I did
3: just Wikipedia that. I don't know Bruce Dyer's age. Just off the top of my
4: head. <laughs> has he got any banging sports brand logos shaved into his head? Because that was I remember thinking that was the best thing I'd ever seen when i saw that,
2: yeah it's true <laughs> the adidas thing <laughs> the sun, yeah with it the
4: say. with and it, with the kit as well like, yeah oh, it, it oh, was legit right. when i was
2: 15 that was legit yeah
4: yeah <laughs> i couldn't do it now even if i wanted to yeah i'm trying i'm trying to think of a logo that's just got a massive empty bit in the middle like a polo. I could do a polo i could do a polo logo <laughs> on my head.
2: um i could get tiny rebel or something go for a good brewery Drop it, will you? beggar friend. Beggar friend. <laughs> I actually need to start pushing more towards Daya, actually. That's my favourite brewery. We'll, we'll contact them, see if they want to send us some free beer, which will inevitably end up at Albert's house, and he'll just fucking piss it down the drain. Dickhead. Um, <clears throat> but it's not been the only FA Cup action really? this week. Oh, just to note that Palace play at Sellers in the fourth round against Wolves for that game. I keep saying the third and fourth round. Is it the third and fourth round? I don't know. Uh, mm, I think so. Yeah. So Palace at home to Wolves. So look out for that. Um, assuming Boris's lockdown sort of thing doesn't extend more, we should be able to get in to see that. But Palace have been drawn away, as um, Chris from One More Point points out, for the 19th time in, of the last 24 third round FA Cup draws, we've been drawn away in the third round. Yeah. Um, can you think of the five where we weren't? Grimsby. Grimsby. I was, <laughs> that was when IU scored in like the 87th minute. We won 1-0. Okay, I was
3: getting ready to, to say something about IU. He's perked up.
2: I was really, um, the pull of me standing there being like, it's going to be a replay away in Grimsby on a Tuesday night. And the uh, the masochist in me not wanting us to get the winner, <laughs> being like fancy Grimsville, Grimsville out of Tuesday. Um, yeah. Can you remember any more, Albert?
3: Did we? I know. What did wow. you
4: say? It was five, five, five out of the last how many years? 24. Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: Draw. I think we had a home draw in the lead of the year we got to the final.
2: Uh, weren't we away at Southampton? I think we only played at home once oh, in that. That yeah. was only once in that draw. We beat Wait, someone Stoke at home Stoke. 1-0, Stoke 1-0. That's yeah, was the fourth round, wasn't it? Yeah. I think Albert's right there,
3: but...
2: Uh... No, no, Leeds, 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 Leeds was, later. When Harry Kew scored against us, that was like quarterfinal or fifth round or something. Sixth yeah. round,
4: yeah. No,
2: um, Passed. Um, Liverpool. When we won two 0 up there on the replay, we drew 0-0 at our place, and Chris Kirkland done his ACL for Liverpool. Was that a third round game? I was there?
4: Was that? Was that? Was
2: that, that Deli Adibola? played. Yeah, I think Julie, Julian Gray scored. Oh, Deli Adibola done Kirkland. You mean? Yeah.
4: Have I got that right? Yeah. Dele,
2: it, it was definitely that era. Yeah, definitely, definitely that era, because Adebola definitely played up at Anfield in the replay. Um, I'm, I'm sort of scouring around me here looking for the issue of one more point. I'm sure it was listed in there on a page, but um can't find it. So, Shout out Delhi Adebola, by the way. It's always thought, like, it, it shows signs that you thought he was going to actually be good from this point on, and then it just... <coughs> He just stopped. Yeah. Then go another yeah. twelve games of being utter shite. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What a what a time to be a Palace fan that was. Um, that was the same era when Danny Granville scored that free kick against Millwall at that Celeste was great,
3: That was a great free kick.
2: Mm. Run around swinging a shirt round his head, and we draw one all.
4: <laughs> fit, in, fit, fit in a Brighton. <laughs>
2: Right, so I don't know. You can you can contact us if you want if you remember who the other five are. Um, although you're saying that, by that point, I've just looked at one more point and found out. So there you go. But Millwall away, are we excited? What, what are you saying, Albert?
4: Yeah, exciting.
2: I mean, you've been you've prepped by watching Rise of the Foot Soldier Origins, and you've ordered the box set.
4: Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Um, am, I ex- am I excited? Well, if if I was going, I might be excited. I'm, I'm not going to get there. I'm doing too. I'm doing too many games over the festive period as it is. I think I'm, I've reached my limit. Um, but yeah, it's always nice to do a you know a, a more local derby. That's you know in the cup as well. I guess that throws in some magic. I mean, that's the only way we're going to play them at, over the next few years. I'm sure. So yeah, it's. Um, it's an exciting fixture. I love the FA Cup. I particularly like third round. It's one of the best mm. weekends in football. So the more I'm talking, the more I'm getting excited about it, actually. Yeah, p- Palace away at Millwall in the third round of the FA Cup is
2: um, yeah, it's juicy. Yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to it. Um, but the draw is the draws happening and on the TV, and my wife is paying particular attention to this draw. And I'm thinking it's just because she's kind of like – don't care who you get away from home. You're not fucking going, kind of scenario. And comes up Millwall, and I'm just like off the fucking. I'm like yes, like I'm at like that scene from Football Factory when they when West andrew and they're all like fucking yes, like that's. I was jumping off the sofa. She was like, well, well you can't, you can't go, you, you can't go. And I was like, she's, is it safe for you to go? I'm like, yes. Like I'm just like what? Like I'm, go- I'm obviously going to mill away. Like what are you talking about? Like this isn't even up for debate. The next stage is like, right, I've been having things, thinking about it. The reason why I was so adamant that you were not going for Millwall because that weekend for your Christmas present, I was going to take you to see PSG play. I was like, oh, she's like, but I can't now because of COVID. So don't worry about it. You can go to Millwall instead. <laughs> I was like, oh, so that explains why you were paying very close attention to it. But, you know, if we would have drawn Harrogate Town away, I'd have been like sorry messi sorry mbappe gotta go harrogate town away (laughs) new new stadium and all that (laughs) Um, but yeah super excited for that and of course then if that will be on the weekend then the following week friday night we've got brighton away the weekend before we got west ham at home on the day if if they both end up on the saturday it could be (laughs) palace at millwall and leeds at west ham on the same weekend I think, I think everyone in the Met Police is going to be booking off annually <laughs> annual leave for that weekend. Or I worked over Christmas, I need some time off, I need some time off.
4: Or that's when they'll decide to
2: investigate the cheese and wine party at the <laughs> Downing Street.
4: Yeah, yeah actually, we are, no, we are going to look into that, actually. We are going to look into that.
2: How mad is that? Um, we don't look at retrospective crimes. By definition, every single crime you look at is retrospective. What are you talking only about? The, only
4: those future ones.
2: <laughs> it's like that Tom, uh, your mates' film, Tom Cruise's film, Minority, Minority Report. Report. Yeah, the um, what yeah. do they what do they call those um, precogs? Yeah, the precogs. Pre-cog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you work on that film? Nah, nah, nah. I Not that old. Uh, I Yeah, I didn't think so. The art direction was really good on that. <laughs> shots fired i'm sorry i'm just kidding obviously you've worked on some of the biggest and most successful movies of all time and i bow down to your um professional prowess (laughs) i just i just
4: like to point out like the holiday thing i've said nothing you know i've not even mentioned my job and terence just gone in on me i could i could have said nothing and just let it go he's obsessed
2: (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea what our direction is uh a few weeks back, I went to see a, a movie with a mate who was working on it. I think I might have mentioned it. I went to see um, with John Petrie. I went to see the um, uh, "People Just Do Nothing" movie, and I just had a thought yesterday that his name would have come up in the credits. And like, as soon as the film, like the credits started coming out, I was up and out of that room. <laughs> I should have probably been staying to look for his name on the screen. So, if you're listening, John, apologies for that, mate. Um, should have been it's getting Netflix, a picture of you next the Netflix,
4: to it. Netflix generation. That is.
2: 30%. Well, you can't get through the credits. Like 15 seconds Next. later, you sit, you're getting the credits for an, you're getting a preview for another movie. It not automatically pushes the, it.
4: Not no, if you press the back button.
3: Is that why you invited me to Spider Man one? Because you knew that they've I'd have to sit through the credits to see the mid and post credit scenes. Yeah, exactly. I would have to see your name up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. a bit weird when you made me applaud, though.
4: I, I don't remember making you. <laughs>
2: Ah, oh, dear um we're in December what we are now. We're December eighth on day of recording here um, tis the season to be jolly and all that uh heskiff it's not so jolly at the moment, is it? uh fan base has falling apart. you must be fucking reveling in it.
3: I'm loving it <laughs> uh i uh i did uh, well i went to one of the people I went to Manchester with was. Miserable Dave, and uh, I, I sort of mentioned the three games coming up and said, you know, how many points? How many points do you think we're going to get? He says one. Oh, uh, which is quite positive for him. <laughs> um, I think be, becoming a dad has made him positive. You know. uh, no, it's just weird. I mean, it's it's just the, the leads in the Man United performances. Man United was all right. Leeds' performance was pretty dead, but you know, it, it just goes to show how important both. Joachim Anderson and James McArthur are for the team, doesn't it? I mean, mm. can't we defend him way deeper. We can't get the ball forward. Gallagher's hasn't got that sort of energetic runner next to him. And it just it sort of shows that we're potentially, the way we want to play is more dependent on those two players who are injured than we would have thought.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, um, I wrote about missing James McArthur on the BBC. Shout out to anyone who read that. Shout out to anybody who had 34 <laughs> minutes and six seconds
4: in the Terence mention in the fucking BBC <laughs> <steak>. <laughs> Um
2: Your prize will be in the post to anyone who had it. <laughs> um, but first, the first point of people falling apart, I don't know what you guys' opinion is to this, Albert. Guaita, the penalty against Leeds... Palace fans losing their shit, saying that he should have saved it and he's shit, and we need to put Butland in goal. Am I am I taking crazy pills here? No, you know he's been he's been
4: diddled diddled with the sort of you know the the fancy the fancy style of pen that seems to be creeping back into football. <laughs> You know, it's, it's a penalty. You've, it's fifty-fifty. Most of them don't. Most of them don't get saved. So it's not like he's been. He's
2: it's, been... it's it's fifty-fifty. Most of them don't get saved. Just, um quick maths there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's the he, that's the Heineken for you. But it is, don't it? You even save him or you don't. And <laughs> not luck, or,
2: or they hit the post or kick or it over the, or exactly.
4: or, John, or John Terry falls over and spoons it over or, the
2: bar or, or Perez just kind of rolls it to Omri or was it the other way around? <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. Um,
4: but yeah, I, 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 I just just on a on a side note, like I remember I I, I was out that night and I, I was checking the phone, dickhead, um, and <laughs> saw saw the one nil late result and it was in the car on the way home so i had I had no context of the result i'd seen it was a last minute penalty and i don't know what, I, I don't know if it was five live or talk sport but they were they were took they were they were talking like leeds had won like the fucking champions league by like six goals to nil and uh, they were interviewing i can't remember, I don't know which leeds player it was They talked about how amazing it was that they got their back to their best and the performance <laughs> was really good and they really deserved that win and, you know, we played so well, we really deserved it. And I was thinking, it oh, was only fucking 1-0 94th minute pen. Mm. You know, I watched the extended highlights on, on Amazon and, yeah, I mean, it looked like we had a couple of decent chances or a couple of
2: decent spells, but
4: it certainly didn't look like a, a vintage... No. romping
2: performance from Leeds. No, again, the guy at the Leeds season ago, I've been working with, him, I spoke to, uh, had a full debrief with him the following day and he just said, like, we got lucky, we never looked like scoring again, Like that, and that's the problem they've been having without Bamford. And he's just, he said it was just the same thing, if it wasn't for a lucky handball and you got to feel hard for the guy because he's, he's trying to put his arm up to feel for the, the the attacker in front of him, he's not putting his hand up to handball the ball, is he? He's trying to sort of... Uh, hold off and he's just a bit further away from the guy than he thought he was so yeah I I, pen. <clears throat> oh, it's 100% a penalty like if your arm's up there and yeah it's just unlucky because his arm's up there for a reason but he just couldn't get close enough to the attacker and then the fact that the attackers then missed it is unlucky for him as well because yeah um <clears throat> yeah it's absolutely once it hits his arm it's absolutely a penalty you can't and it's something really you know 6 six forty in the morning when you've got up early to watch it and you, you're sitting there just going why didn't anybody tell me this this is obviously a penalty he's going to go to the screen he's going to give a penalty and i'm like why the fuck did anybody tell me and like linda the clue, clue should have been that the miss had got up and walked out the room in the 89th minute <laughs> i was like oh fuck she knew what was coming <laughs> um but yeah but Guaita, saying Guaita should have saved that penalty. The fact that he readjusted and managed to go back the right way after the goal was the guy had sold him with the eyes. Like, behave yourselves. If you ask any Stoke fans and look at Butland before he in in his last season, last two seasons at Stoke, you might not be so quick about wanting him in the first team. Believe me on that. He's he needs a lot of coaching to sort of get back to the levels he was at before. And hopefully that's what's going on behind the scenes. But uh, it's. You know, there was an article the other day. um Henderson was talking about how great is one of the best goalkeepers he's ever seen um in terms of training with and seeing up close. And you can't you can't underestimate how good that he's been for us. And this short termism is just nonsense. Like, forget about it. he's a very good goalkeeper, and we're lucky to have him. And stop losing your shit. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's someone else. Um, I've had two hot toddies with a lot of brandy, branding, so I need to refer to my list. Are you? Miss of the century against Manchester United. Are people having a fucking laugh? Christian Benteke's miss against Leeds was fucking miss of the century when taken into consideration it's on Benteke's head and all he has to do is just literally cushion it into the goal. Are you's missed? But aside from the fact he's offside, and the size of that is that he's clearly crossing it, it's coming down, Heskiff, from a height and a very extremely narrow angle near the byline. So why are people trying to make this out like this is the final straw for you? I've
3: got to be honest, I haven't watched it back on the telly. <laughs> and from a, a, much like the Venteke header, when he hit it, he seemed to hit like from, we were like sort of level with him as he was hitting it. As soon as you hit it, every, everyone thought it was in until we saw it sort of like roll along the outside, the other side of the goal. Um, so I haven't seen it back to be honest, but you know, like you say, apparently it was offside anyway. Um, mm. But again, yeah, I think everyone gets a little bit hyperbolic with this sort of stuff, don't they? It's either absolutely awful or the best thing ever. Um, I just want him to score. Just, just, <laughs> just, just go. Jordan. I quite like Jordan you still. Um, I actually thought he played right against Leeds, certainly in the first half.
2: Yeah, he had a very good first half against Leeds, that's for sure.
3: Um, but yeah, so I've, I, I unfortunately, I didn't want to relive that Man United game. <laughs> come, come back to London and go to bed.
2: Um, well, I'd, yeah. have to, I'd have to relive it for the first time because I fucking had to listen to it on the radio. Two o'clock Sunday game. I just assumed it was on Sky. So I agreed to go to um, my mum's house with the family to have an early Christmas with some people and just assuming I'd be able to watch it on Sky. Um, I love that. Come around out,
4: for family Christmas, but I am intending on sitting down and watching the football at two o'clock.
2: Yeah. Well, I've, everyone, I everyone, my family under, everyone understands that. That is just a given. So instead, they just have to listen to the dreadful commentary on BBC Radio 5 live whatever it was that i'll let you good. off dropping the name dropping the bbc there i will let you <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah, I, I was bad mouthing it in that sense so um yeah not great friends so, of the show friend- <laughs> <laughs> uh, right i suppose we should talk about everton then um albert we've got to be happy that they got a, got the win against Arsenal, so they're off for this winless run, which always seems to inevitably end against us. And um, B, we're playing a team that hasn't recently sacked their manager.
4: Yeah, I hadn't thought about the, uh, yeah, the fact that they've broken their, you know, their duck. Um, so that's actually quite good. Yeah, that's made me feel a bit more positive because, yeah, it's written in the stars, isn't it? If you're on a bad run, come to sell us, will roll over <laughs> for you. Um yeah, I mean, it was um, it was a good game. It, you know that that Arsenal Everton game was quite a good watch for a neutral, and um, you know they sort of grew into the game and deserved it. I mean, I've never <laughs> I've never seen a player score a hat trick and have two two of them ruled up off by VAR. You know, at, at, at that point there was loads of people onto Twitter, You know, oh this this boat doesn't bode well for for Sunday because you know he's obviously yeah. having goals ruled out left, right, and centre, and that won't happen against us. But um you know one was given in the end they've got their win and hopefully we can bring them back down to earth with a bit of a bump but um they don't look they don't look particularly good but they at the same time they don't look particularly bad I don't think and I think it's 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 key for us who
2: who is and isn't available mm yeah so there's obviously hopes that Anderson and MacArthur might be back but I doubt the latter um, that they'll risk it this soon um yeah I can't, it's not really clear what's is it clear what's wrong with anderson i'm not really I don't, I don't remember hearing or seeing anything to say this is what the problem is but you know by saying and looking at him day to day suggests that he must be pretty close um
1: <clears throat>
2: uh although we're all short-lived and remember him just getting battered by chris wood for most of the time up at turf <laughs> so i don't know but yeah we certainly miss he's passing out from the back and Although he could probably unfair on Tompkins because he was very, very, very decent against Leeds and United, so yeah, But you, you forget that he is also a very, very good centre back, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, he's just different, you know. It's it's yeah. not the same style. One, right.
3: one thing I, I think we definitely need to do is not play Schlupp in the middle um, against Leeds. He was he had an all right spell in the first half and then tailed off quite a lot in the second I thought he was pretty awful against Man U. I was surprised that he stayed the 90 minutes. You know, we took off, which I thought was a bit weird because he was having a good game.
2: Um, I'm assuming at at the end, they were just trying to look for his pace right in behind and hope that we can get something off the counter. Yeah,
3: I I guess so. Um, I just don't think he's really shown it in the last couple of games. And I know we've banged on about having Will Hughes, but he looked... I mean, he didn't have much to do when he coming against Leeds, but he looked all right. And I just feel like he's more of a, more of a MacArthur type player than Schlupp. And I think yeah. a, mid, a midfield of Czech, like I quite like Czech as as a sort of like furthest midfielder back. And then Gallagher and I would say Hughes sort of running around.
2: Well, it's kind of like a three, isn't it? Like a one, 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 like one's defensive, one's central and one is more attacking. and, I think based on the last few games, it's clear that Connor needs to be back in that more advanced role because he's trying to fill in McArthur and he's just not doing it. Now, maybe this is a good thing that he goes for a five-six game period where he's actually not the best player on the pitch for once, and uh Chelsea might <laughs> want, to, want to knock some money off the price and actually sell him to us. Kind of scenario, but um I think he's shown in the last few games that that he's still got some ways to go in his development. I uh, and it's probably a good sign for us that you know, we, we've we all got carried away with how good he's been, and rightly so, because he has been brilliant. But, um, yeah, definitely a bit of a drop-off in the last few games. And, um, yeah, so still a lot to learn. So maybe we will get another season out of him on loan next season at least. But, um, I'd, yeah, so I'd like to I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Hughes come in and um, play that more sort of central role and then have uh, Gallagher back in the pressing high up the pitch again because that's where he causes all the errors for the opposition and steals the ball off them which is um a good match forecast on scored.com this week crystal palace will steal the ball from the opposition often everton will steal the ball from the opposition often <laughs> <laughs> just gonna be nicking it off each other constantly back and forth it's, it's, it's basically just going to be IU and Townsend constantly robbing each other of the ball you
1: know,
2: and, and then occasionally one of them getting a free kick by going down a bit too easy
3: I thought when uh, we were talking about the game after Man U when you know, Fred was sort of stood on, outside the box completely in his own with no pressure I was like I can see this happening against Everton on Andros and he does <laughs> that one little move where he cuts inside to the edge of the box and curls it top corner so,
2: um, I mean I've got to say Heskey, if I'm shocked to to hear that you think Townsend's going to score against us I, on the weekend
3: I know we're, I know we're not on <laughs> predictions yet but you can bet, bet your house on me predicting <laughs> so
2: you can go for predictions now then uh, just bear in mind that so Palace have lost their last three Everton have lost their last three away from home so something's got to give somewhere surely
3: 2-1 uh, Everton <laughs>
2: Jesus, it's Townsend getting both of them, is he?
3: Ta- no, Richard is going to get one because I can't stand him.
2: Yeah, um, the glory days of Watford, Har uh, Albert. Yeah, and decor, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did? I, I, I was shocked to find, um and it shows how much attention I pay to football these days, that it's Moussa Sissoko in midfield for Watford. Didn't realise that.
4: Yeah. Not good enough for Spurs, but good
2: enough for the
4: awns.
3: Oh, we almost said us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what do you think, Albert? What's the score going to be? I
4: don't know. Just, I'm still struggling with the fact that there's kind of... There's something unfortunate about the fact that we've got... Um, we've got a relatively more informed Christian Benteke, but we don't have an Andros Townsend who can actually cross the ball into the box. But we do have a centre-and-a-half pairing that aren't great in the air against Andros Townsend, who can now put really good balls in the box.
2: Um,
3: oh, my God, you're taking a leaf out of my book there,
2: mate. <laughs> but, is, but to be fair, he is putting them into um, Solomon Rondon, who just can't seem to do anything right at the moment. Yeah. He does everything well to the finish, and then either the he pulls off a weldy, or he puts it wide or something. So
4: Yeah, but I always forget, Rich Arlinson is surprisingly good in the air. Like, <laughs> you think he's this sort of, you know, Tricky winger, winger come striker, but he is actually pretty decent in the air. Um, so in terms of predictions, I'm still going to err on the side of optimism, if only to drown out Heskio's negative bullshit. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 Palace.
2: Hey.
3: Who's going to score?
2: Palace. <laughs> Townsend OG.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, of and run, run, runs
2: off and celebrates him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with Will.
4: Who, who's going to score? Connor Gallagher's going to score.
2: Oh, um, I don't know. 1-0 uh, 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 one, one Everton. I just got a bad feeling about this one. Got a bad feeling about it. And it'll probably be Richarlison. So sorry to end it on a bit of a downer there. But you know, the smile on Heskiff's face—if you could see Sam Heskiff <laughs> right now—is oh, grid. Is he's it like the fucking Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland, just like, and now he's just going to fade off into the distance with just leaving his smile behind. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Apologies again last week for not um, not getting any content out to you. Uh, we hope you forgive us. It is it is Christmas after all. Let us off. Um, I think we're back next Wednesday, right? No, do we play next Wednesday? We've got yeah. Southampton. So we'll try and figure it out. I would assume we probably do a, there'll be some kind of joint review of Southampton preview of Watford. Watford. Um, yeah. So we'll probably do that on the Thursday. Um, we'll try, may, maybe we'll draft in Hambo or something as a foursome, get Hambo to talk about the game if we can make that happen who knows he might be on a he might be on a hot date or something <laughs> why, not, why not to be able to get him you know it's not, not not soon enough not booked him in advance enough um but yeah so we keep keep peeled to our socials for that we'll let you know what's going on there um look out for all the usual stuff at youtube.com forward slash back of the nest for <laughs> more towers of dr um i don't think he talks about conspiracy theories on there but um <laughs> who knows there's, there's still a wilder of seasons to go yet but yeah thanks to everyone for listening thanks to Heskiv thanks to Albert for joining we'll speak to you all next week until then up the palace
0: the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with three for mental health awareness week this year
1: At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.